Module 7. Stress Management Techniques Events, no matter how fun they are or how much you're looking forward to them, can stress you out. For example, you might be hung up on a fear of public speaking, or worrying about the pressure to meet new people, or not having enough time to attend all the sessions you want to, while still getting some office work done. In this module, we'll confront the sources of stress head-on, and talk about tips and tricks to get through it and get yourself in a better headspace. 7.1. Introverts versus Extroverts. Understanding how to recharge. Balance is the key to stress management. Basically, you need to know when and how to recharge. It's not the same for everyone. Especially, most famously, there is a difference between the ways introverts and extroverts need to recharge. You might have heard that extroverts are expressive and outgoing, and introverts are shy and quiet. That's not always the case. One of the real key differences between these personality types is the way we recharge. Introverts tend to get the biggest energy reset from engaging in quieter activities on their own, like reading or drawing, or just taking a cozy bath. While an introvert can definitely enjoy socializing and being with others, these interactions often cost them energy. It's like how exercising burns up energy. It's worth doing it for the benefits, but you can't keep it up all the time. You need downtime to rest and repair. Introverts have the same need when it comes to socializing. Extroverts, on the other hand, get energy from social interactions, from being surrounded by others, like having drinks or dinners with people. It's socializing that makes them feel most like themselves. Now, you're probably not completely one or the other. It's important to know that extroversion is a scale, and most people sit somewhere out in the middle. You might even hear someone call themselves an ambivert, which means someone who needs to alternate socializing with alone time to feel like their best self. Business events require both socializing, as in networking, and alone time for your sanity. But you need to figure out the balance that works best for you. If you need a little more time in your room than your colleague, that's okay. You'll make sure you're there for the important events. Don't be afraid to set boundaries, they're essential. You want to be your best self at this event. And if you're feeling low energy and stressed, that might be your signal to bow out for the night. No one who cares about your well-being will hold it against you. And you'll be much more fun to be around and have a much better day tomorrow. If you just need to clear your head before you go to bed, how about a walk outside as long as it's safe? If you're still feeling anxious, in the next chapter we go over a simple exercise that can help you relax instantly. 7.2. A simple exercise for instant relaxation. If you're feeling anxious and you just can't relax, this simple breathing exercise can be a big help. Take a seat and exhale all the air that's in your lungs. Then breathe in through your nose in two steps. Take a deep breath in. Without exhaling, Breathe in again through your nose, filling your lungs and diaphragm with even more air. Then again through your nose, slowly exhale all that air. This often works wonders after doing it only once, but feel free to repeat as needed. This is a quiet, inconspicuous exercise that you can do wherever you are whenever, whenever you need it. Perhaps before stepping on stage, if you need to speak at this conference. In the next chapter, 
we'll talk through a few more strategies for dealing with any public speaking anxieties that might pop up. These are strategies you can take on stage with you to calm your nerves for a smoother performance. Ready to hear more? 7.3. Tips for easier and more confident public speaking. If you were invited to be one of the speakers at a conference, you're probably honored and excited, and also very nervous. Like all great opportunities, it can be stressful. But you can do this, especially with these tips on holding on to your confidence on stage. First of all, it's good to keep in mind that it's natural to feel some anxiety about public speaking, especially if it's an unfamiliar situation and audience. Do keep in mind that the audience wants you to succeed, and the fact that you are invited or selected to present already tells you that the organizers think what you have to say is important. As far as preparation, whether or not you'll be using notes or a teleprompter, everyone has a different way of doing it. You know best what works for you. Some presenters like to write out their talk word by word, and others prefer to go with the flow and only use some keywords on slides or cue cards to jog their memories. Do whatever is easiest for you, but do make sure you get in plenty of practice, so that you're really comfortable with the content. You can record yourself or practice in front of a mirror, or get some friends or family to be your practice audience. You want to work your presentation into your memory until it's second nature, even when you're in the possibly unfamiliar stage environment. If you have slides or video in your presentation, make sure to upload them in the speaker room at least a day in advance. Then you can avoid any last minute stress or lines in the speaker room to do a slide rehearsal. If you'll be wearing a headset microphone for your presentation, make sure to get to the room with plenty of time for the technical team to get you connected. If you're very nervous, some movement can help you get rid of it. You can jump around, but even subtle eye movements will help. Just move your eyes from side to side, not up and down, for about 30 seconds. 30 seconds feels longer than it sounds, but it can really help you calm the fear center in your brain. You can combine this with the instant relaxation exercise discussed in the previous module. Start with the breathing, followed by the side-to-side -side eye movement, and you will feel more in control and steady. Then, when you walk on stage, stretch your spine as tall and straight as possible, smile and make eye contact with the audience. This body language will not only make the audience feel more confident in you, but it will make you feel more confident in yourself. Repeat positive affirmations in your head before you go on. Like, I am well prepared, and I can do this. Visualize yourself giving a fantastic presentation. Do listen to module 5.2 about nonverbal networking, if you haven't yet, for some advice from Amy Cuddy on projecting and feeling confidence. Another way to relax is to take in the details of your surroundings. Look around the room analytically. Count the number of chairs on the first row. Notice the color of the walls. Doing this can help anchor your attention and bring your mind back to the present moment. This can help calm your nerves and help you feel more relaxed. Of course, there are dedicated courses about this topic if you want to learn more. You can check them out on Udemy, for example. See the show notes for the link. Or you can join a local Toastmasters public speaking group. Honestly though, the most important thing for making sure you feel your best and have the clearest head for your presentation is the one thing we tend to do too little of, 
sleep. In the next chapter, we'll talk strategies for making sure you get enough. 7.4, getting a better sleep. It's like eating your vegetables. You know getting enough sleep is good for your health, but sometimes doing the thing you know is right is easier said than done. But let me add a little more motivation to the mix. Sleep plays a crucial role in managing stress, not to mention giving you the energy you need for busy international conferences and business events, especially if you're dealing with jet lag, adjusting to a new time zone, or you're just tired from traveling. Sleep can make a significant difference in how you experience this event. When you're traveling for work, it's easy to underestimate the importance of rest because there's so much going on and you don't want to miss any of it. But whether or not you're well rested can have huge effects on your overall well-being and performance. Of course, your schedule is probably quite full with lots of social events. So you might be thinking, yeah, right, when am I going to have time for a good night's sleep? The first night is probably the most important night to make sure you make time for it. You want to start your event as fresh as possible, especially if you've had a long flight. So a good first night of sleep is a must. If there is a welcome reception, stop by to say hello, but set yourself a curfew. You'll probably notice others heading to their rooms earlier for the same reason. You can use their departure as an excuse to make your own escape. If possible though, keep your evening plans to a short dinner, or even better, enjoy your private space and time alone the first evening and order in room service. It might even be worth arriving a day early to get this quiet first night to yourself to adjust and prep. Take advantage of the nice hotel bath and watch a film or catch up on reading. How often do you find yourself in a nice room with all the amenities and no one else demanding your attention? Enjoy it! Bonus points if you try the 3-2-1 method to get an even better sleep. This means stop eating 3 hours before bedtime, no more liquids 2 hours before bedtime, and avoid all screens for 1 hour before bedtime. This lets your body focus on restoration rather than digestion, hopefully lets you sleep through the night without any middle-of-the-night trips to the bathroom, and lets your body produce pre-bedtime melatonin, the hormone that regulates sleep, without any potential disruption from the blue light generated by screens that give your body the signal that it's still daytime. Try to avoid alcohol as much as possible as well. You might feel like you fall asleep more easily after a drink, but pre-bedtime alcohol usually leads to a lighter, lower quality of sleep. If possible, Turn on the air conditioning to cool down your room before you go to bed, then switch it off before you go to sleep, and if possible open up a window for some fresh air during the night. This will often help you breathe more easily. But do make sure the curtains are closed to keep your room as dark as possible. Then in the morning, with a good night of sleep on your belt, you're ready to supercharge your energy with a dose of daylight. We'll talk tips in the next chapter. 7.5 Strategies for sneaking in extra vitamin D. Do you have a strategy for getting in some peaks of daylight during your conference? Sunlight is your body's best source of energy and mood boosting vitamin D and a host of other positive benefits. It's a natural stress reliever. But it's easy to miss your daily dose when you're spending all day inside a venue. You need to make time to take that break. Your brain and body will thank you. If your hotel is not connected to the venue but close enough, 
try to walk there instead of taking a taxi. This will also give you a chance to buy some healthy snacks if you pass a local supermarket. Another small tip, take advantage of any meeting rooms with windows. Try to sit close to them if possible, perhaps even in a shaft of daylight. You can also double down on your early morning energy boost by starting your day with a cold shower. Don't dismiss the idea until you hear how it works in the next chapter. 7.6. The cold shower secret weapon. Believe it or not, but a cold shower can help you reduce your stress while giving you an overall energy boost. Yes, it causes a physical stress response, but that's actually the secret. Let me explain. The health benefits of cold showers have been studied extensively, but before we delve into the topic, an important disclaimer. If you have a heart or other medical condition, please consult your healthcare provider before trying cold showers. Nothing is more important than your continued well-being. But if you are generally healthy or have gotten the all clear, there are numerous scientifically supported benefits. Let's go through both the science and the practicalities of integrating cold showers into your routine, especially when traveling and during busy meeting days. Cold showers trigger several responses in your body. When you expose yourself to cold water, your blood vessels constrict, narrowing to keep you warm by directing blood flow away from the skin. At the same time, your heart rate increases, pumping more blood throughout your body. Cold exposure may also stimulate the production of more white blood cells, which play a crucial role in supporting your immune system and defending your body against infections. This is especially useful when traveling where you are exposed to more people and pathogens between planes, handshakes and crowded meeting rooms. This mild physical stress in your body stimulates the release of endorphins, which are natural mood boosters that reduce overall feelings of stress and give you a feeling of well-being instead. The stress response triggered by the cold shower is also essentially training your body to deal with stress, which I find fascinating. Of course, you also need plenty of rest and recovery time during your trip to get the most benefits. If you're not used to cold showers, you can ease yourself into the practice by starting your shower at your usual preferred temperature, and then end your shower with a quick flash of cold water. Try to make it a little colder each time. You can start with your hands and feet, and then continue on to the rest of your body. Try to exhale as the cold water hits you. Slowly breathing out will help you avoid shivering and make you feel more relaxed. Just 30 seconds of this cold water treatment will already give you a great energy boost. You'll also notice that when you go out of the shower, you'll feel warmer than you would normally feel, making getting out of the shower less of an unpleasant shock and hopefully preventing you from getting goosebumps, which can ruin a fresh shave as well. Give it a try yourself next time you take a shower, especially a morning shower, so you can take that energy, mood boost and feeling of satisfaction with you for the rest of the day. And there's one more science-backed way to fight off the stress hormone cortisol, one that might seem obvious, but is too often ignored during especially work events. We'll talk all about it in the last chapter of this module. 7.7, the final secret to fighting cortisol. Sometimes a tip seems obvious, but can too easily slip your mind. So here it is, my final secret for reducing stress. Have fun! When you're stressed, your body releases cortisol, a hormone that can have a negative impact on your physical and mental health. Having fun, on the other hand, releases endorphins, 
which have mood-boosting and stress-relieving effects. This can be easier said than done if you have a bunch of responsibilities on your plate. But make sure you take time during each part of the day to do something that makes you feel good, just because you want to. Go outside, socialize with colleagues, meet new people, maybe even have a drink responsibly. Have a laugh and take a moment to appreciate your new setting and the novelty of this experience away from your usual daily routine. When is the last time you really laughed out loud? Laughing with others or even to yourself as you watch a funny video is a great stress reliever. Find joy in the simple things such as a good conversation or a shared joke and create opportunities for joy and laughter by telling funny stories, playing games or simply being yourself. Even though you're on a business trip, it's all people and most of them want to connect on a personal level. This is the last big tip to amp up your networking skills as well. And speaking of home, getting back to the office, back to routine, may not sound like much fun, especially if you expect a stack of to-dos to be waiting for you. But I've got good tips on how to minimize that stress as well and how to double down on what you learned during this event to make sure your new conference gains stick with you after the event is over. Join me for the next module to talk through how to handle coming home.